When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dry balls. Balls so dry. And they explode like dust. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? Bad word. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over. You will suck my balls. Suck my balls, badass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt balls. What is that? It's my balls. God damn it, how would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls. Right here on a litany of networks that include how many media groups... HackerHomie.Podbean.com and HomieMediaGroup.Podbean.com, RatSaladReview.com, and the R&R Pod Network. Of course, you can find us on all of your podcast outlets just by hitting that download button and or subscribe, depending on where your MP3s are delivered to your phone so you can take it on the go and you can, you know, enjoy what we've got for you today. I'm your host on the scene where the air is clean and I'm lighting up this green, your boy, MSG. Each and every week, I'm joined by two guys who like to eat pies. They're different in size, but one maybe will be wearing a disguise. The other one, he's a master of lies. Ladies and gentlemen, first up on the scene, he is from the West. He gives it his best. He's got a big chest. And I'll tell you what, if you give him some new car keys... Well, he'll deal you the rest. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for he's taking a big rip from his bong. Jackson. Scoop just took a large rip off the hip. Making him th- now he's got to make a quip. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back for another. Really? What a concept! Really, what a concept! And of course, our third conductor today, who we're gonna go ahead and pass the wheel over, so that way me and Scoop could chill in the back and be backseat drivers today, ladies and gentlemen. He's got a PhD in keeping it dirty. His name is Joe Verdona. I do have a PhD in keeping it dirty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Joe, no, no. Hello. How's it going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the great intro, Matt. You're a god. Yeah. I, You're welcome, I, Joe. I, I appreciate the intro. I mean, do you thank see you. this box? It says congratulations. Do you know what this box is for? Huh? I mean, media group. Yeah, look, this is I'm the 2020 producer of the year. Do you know that? Yes, boom. I did. It didn't do the thing. I was hoping it would flip. But boom. <laughs> are, are you are you gonna show oh. the viewers the one Michael got? Oh uh, wait. I did Listeners. show them. Listeners, yeah. viewers. We'll see. Yeah. Uh ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, we yeah. got some uh maintenance to take care of here before we get into the podcast but before we do and so of course we just want to remind you to check out our sponsors listen to the ad inserts here provided by speaker as well as of course 
thebrosers.com for Russo Bros Coffee, Zordos Olive Oil for your olive oil needs, uh, ultra premium graded, uh, that's real, um, from like, you know, Greek and all those labs and people, the lab coats and shit, they, they you know, kind of like tally, but they do it with oil, you know, they're like, oh, this is some pretty good oil, but like, that's, uh, that's how they do it. Anyway, so check out ZordosOliveOil.com, but yes, we have an, a little bit of, I guess you might say, I don't know if it's an announcement or something like huge, but we have decided that for I don't know, I'd say the foreseeable future, but at least for the time being moving forward, that we are going to be limiting the amount of full video episode content on distributed platforms. Um, In layman's terms, we're not going to be giving the full episode on YouTube anymore. Um, Why, you may ask? I mean, a number of reasons. One, uh, we all have different... jobs and lives and stuff like that. And, and mainly the video portion always takes a little bit longer to put together through the editing, the clip process, resizing, the rendering, recording. There's a, there's a bit of a process that goes into all of that versus just, you know, downloading the podcast or downloading the, uh, the video in audio form. So we've decided, and also based on your um, feedback and, you know, based on your overall, just the statistics we see, you, there's a lot more listeners on the podcast format. So that's your choice of pleasure. So we are going to concentrate on that more. That does, I mean, there won't be different segments, different clips. What did Kenny say stuff on our YouTube? And, uh, at some point we do plan on launching a Patreon. So there will be uh, some form of video returning at some point down the line. Uh, however, for now, um, as well as I also, you know, I'm managing Stevie Ray's Patreon, and that's a daily job now. So um, it, it takes a little bit of my time to have to sit there and render the video um, and do all that stuff. But that's okay, guys. We appreciate you continuing to listen to us here. I check my bad. And if you are watching this video, uh, you can still watch there. Now, I will say, still go to our YouTube because I will still at least post the audio up there. I, that's not hard to do that. You put up a picture and a graphic, just render it really quick, and boom, you're done. So I can do that easily. So I will still at least put up the audio on YouTube. There just won't be full video content there anymore. So that is our announcement. That's it there. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, we can get about our day on season four's greatest episode, I might say. Something you can do with your finger. Okay. Uh, it is the finger bing episode. The, one of the greatest episodes, in my opinion, synonymous with South Park, the boys itself. It's the eighth overall episode of season four and the 56th overall episode of South Park. So Joe is going to drive the car today. Joe, take us away. Tell us about this episode. Start us off. As he was saying, something you can do with your finger is season four, episode eight, 56th overall of the series. First aired July 12th, 2020. It is the boys forming their own boy band and trying to find a spot for a fifth member as well as getting their big break. So it starts off in a dream. Cartman sees himself and the rest of the gang becoming the next big boy band to sweep the nation, earning them or at least himself the admiration of thousands of beautiful women and $10 million which becomes a running plot line over the following few episodes and really the next few years. I tried the church thing. And they could get Chit a Sega Dreamcast. We already went past that, but yes. Yeah, no, I know I know they already went past that, but I mean like having ten million dollars less than a year after the Dreamcast came out, they could still get a Sega Dreamcast. Still haven't got that goddamn. They haven't gotten
Dreamcast, yeah. Eventually, they're going to get their Okamas games here, so that'll be great. Yes. Convinced that the dream is a message from God, Cartman rounds up Stan, Kyle, and Kenny into making a band called Finger Bang. However, Kyle notes that most major boy bands, citing NKOTB, BSB, and NSYNC, have five members. As a result, they decide to hold auditions for that fifth member. But when Stan tells Randy about the idea, Randy has a conniption and forbids Stan to take part in the band. I will. I do, I do want to interject a couple things here. First of all, I love how Cartman wakes up out of the fucking dream. He's like, ah, yeah, yeah. He's all yeah. pissed because like, his finger bang dream is not a reality. And then the second thing I liked here is when he was pointing out the different boy bands, that being Kyle, I would like to interject and say that I something came out to me right away because I just know this uh, was a four-man boy band. I, I don't know if you consider them a boy band. They were definitely R&B vocalist singers, 98 Degrees. Like that boys was four men. Were four ba- uh, boys, boys to men. men were four men. Boys to men. Boys to men. Boys to men. Oh man, I'm not. I'm not gonna get into. I was like, it's the hardest thing I'll ever have to do. Easy there, Nick Lachey, and like, shout out to Nick Lachey. Like, getting never mind. Yeah, Hanson was what three. Hanson was three, but they weren't really a boy band. They they were just like a band band. They like played their own instruments. Sorry, no, I'm like into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like then you're gonna start singing "Promise You" and all that fun. This a promise. Oh, I shouldn't have said it. Did you know? I'm not gonna lie. Like I was watching this and I was talking to somebody. Uh, somebody yesterday. I'm not gonna stooge that person off. But <laughs> I was talking to a potential client yesterday with the Patreon stuff, and they had sent us a video of them doing a TikTok video, and they were cleaning and dancing to um, Backstreet Boys. And I was mm. like, bruh, I can get down on some BSB. Like I can always get down on BSB. NSYNC, and I was a big 98 Degrees fan, mainly because a lot of people weren't 98 Degrees fan. Like, a lot of the girls weren't, seemed to be. I know they, like, they were really into BSB and NSYNC around my time, but, like, a lot of the girls didn't really like, at least people I knew weren't really big into the 98 Degrees, so that's why I kind of, like, went over there, because I was like, all right, well, I'll go check these people out. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and then you listen to them, you're like, oh, wow, this is, like, more like vocal singing, really, like, than actual true boy band is shit. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, versus like, coming on and back again. You know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> the auditions go on as planned. Butters performs his little bunny foo-foo song, which is not impressive enough. Cartman leaves a poor remark on Butters' intonation and rejects him. The next candidate, Ike, doesn't make the cut either. Cartman wants him out impatiently, causing Ike to flip him off before Cartman believes that the audition is going to take forever. I love Ike's audition in this episode. It almost made my top three. Actually, this audition scene in general is just great. But like the Ike knows right away what key to play in and everything like that what key he's like e E, or like e or g okay yeah he says g and then they go right into it and i mean ike is like always on the slide one of the funniest and snarkiest characters i like the ike was consistent and persistent here in his attempt to be the fifth member he was just like not gonna take no for an yeah. answer from cartman like and i i wouldn't say that works in all cases for um you know talented and untalented individuals but de- i definitely tried to press that issue there right like he like cartman was telling him off before he even auditioned and Ike's like fuck you i'm gonna get this in i'm gonna get my shit in at but last then, oh yeah go ahead sorry no you're good I was going to say, and then Wendy walks in. Yeah, oh, that's exactly oh. where I was getting to. It is so good. At last, Wendy shows up with her rather explicit song and turns out to be the best out of all the auditions. And it's great. Like, it's 
all that wordplay and it's like emphasizing the swear word and then just at the end she's like i don't give a fuck it's <laughs> they don't even right. go out of the way to Mrs. Landers was a helper. she It's that um, classic. It's a very Miss classic Susie, song. Yeah, Miss Susie went to blah blah, and then and every word ends with sounds like it's going to be yeah. a curse word, but it rolls right into the next word. Oh, ask me no more questions. I'll tell you more. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty That's good. So. so we'll play that here in the podcast so you can hear it. it won't be on YouTube because that <laughs> certainly will be flagged. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> anyway. it's so good though. Stan, Kyle, and Kenny approve of her, but Cartman was stubborn about allowing a girl into a boy band. Everyone arguing that everyone will notice Wendy's a girl due to her huge freaking hooters. <laughs> Outvoted, Cartman has a compromise and admits Wendy into the band as long as she dresses up like a dude. She kind of dresses up like a member from the Beatles. Did you get that vibe? Yeah. She's got like the mob top going on, and yeah. You're muted, Scoop. You're, you're muted. Damn it. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying, Scoop? Yeah, I was saying I was getting like a total Lennon McCarthy vibe. McCart. McCart. McCartney. McCartney. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's like a little after nine in the morning. We're all smizzed and still tired. Yeah, so. I'm fine. I've been going good. I'm oh, well, going. yeah, except, except uh, for me. night shift, dude. Get my coffee in still. Yeah, Getting Dutch bro- Sponsor us, Dutch bros. Yeah, seriously, uh, Dutch bros. <laughs> uh, we are sponsored by Russo Bro Coffee. Check oh, out yes, Russo yes. Bro Coffee okay. for the finest coffee. Use the code 5LB and pick up your five pound bag of Russo Bro Coffee. Again, go to thebrosers.com yes, 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 and yes. pick up Russo Bro Coffee. Russo Bro, bro, bro. bro. Is there anything better? Yes, yes. Send in some. <laughs> All right. They start rehearsing at six in the morning with costumes made by Cartman. Cartman's mom. An argument occurs between Cartman and Kyle on the subject of being the tough one with the mustache. Cartman fails to reason with Kyle and eventually gives in. It, it, it's so. Uh, it, it, I want to be the one with the mustache and be the tough guy. No, Cartman. I want. It, it was just so good. Yeah, Cartman and Kyle going back and forth arguing on who they should be, what members of each boy band, kind of cosplaying, if you will. No, I yeah. want to be that guy. No, I want to be that guy. <laughs> Stan then asks Cartman what finger bang means. Cartman interprets the term as referring to finger gun, the action of pretending one's hand is a firearm. Only Kenny knows the actual definition of the term, but no one believes him. And of course, Kenny would know what the term is. <laughs> oh man, finger bang is just hilarious. That they, I think, I think it's like a, it's like a gun. Yeah, I think it's like. like, like, like a, <laughs> I can't yeah, remember where Cartman said he heard it too. Like you know what I mean, or it was just logically though. If you think about the gesture, finger bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang, bang. Maybe he's just thinking like finger bang, bang. I don't know. That's exactly what he was thinking. If you watch the <laughs> video, after several days of practice, the boys and Wendy attempt to secure a gig at the mall. They plan to meet the mall manager first. But since they don't have proper clearance, Cartman gets pepper sprayed by one of the mall cops. Cartman then brought – oh, go ahead. Yeah, no. I was just thinking like this is a good point in the episode where it's another episode where as well Cartman kind of gets fucked over. He said his kidney taken away and Wendy breaks his heart. Now he's been fucking pepper sprayed. Just shit up. <laughs> stacked on Cartman and people wonder why he's a sociopath. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, God damn it. Yeah, he gets fucking pepper sprayed. It's some bullshit. <laughs> Cartman then broadcasts a false message that the next 20 people to buy an orange smoothie will also <laughs> receive a complimentary Nissan Sentra. 
This the next 20 people to join Orange Millions and buy as many will receive a new attention. Attention, mall shoppers. The next 20 people to buy an orange movie will also receive a complimentary Nissan Sentra. Hurry up. Jesus, they're going to start a riot. <laughs> and then, like, the mall cops are all like, uh, oh, God damn it, it's going to be a riot over there. We're going to go over there. Rookie. Yeah. This causes a stampede, giving the boys hey. a chance. What are you doing? <laughs> move, move along, sir. Giving the boys a chance to avoid the mall cops and sneak into the manager's office. They audition for the mall manager, but since their performance is nowhere near satisfactory, they are quickly rejected. They end up running away in a fuss as the two mall cops reappear. Let's talk about that scene for a second, though, Joe, because I think you did a pretty good inter like uh, imitation. What? What? Huh? Oh no, this sucks. (laughs) <laughs> no get out huh you're on mute again scoop <laughs> just don't put stuff on mute man <laughs> unless you're gonna cough yeah uh, coughing. he was <laughs> huh what? why were you coughing huh? Whatever. what no hey hey oh what? i don't know well but not okay. as good as cheese you're that not is. as good as cheese and sausage. We can't move the sausage cart. But only for 20 minutes. No. No. Okay. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get here? Okay. Huh? What? <laughs> no. Randy hears that Stan is again practicing for the boy band and is infuriated. Sharon, however, tells Shelly that Randy, in fact, has a reasonable intention for doing so, but it's a very complicated backstory. <laughs> very complicated backstory. What's your dad, Dad? Mom, what's your dad? What's Dad's problem? Well, Shelly, that's... No! <laughs> no! If all your friends said they were going to jump off a bridge, would you jump Stan? What? Well, I mean, yeah, if we talked about it ahead of time. (laughs) Right? Yeah, skydiving equipment. Why not? I should have never gone ziplining. You know, I don't know. (laughs) Shakabra! 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 And then I realized that the guys forgot that I was the one that said we should go ziplining. <laughs> you sold your friends out for an iPod Nano? <laughs> he had double do. <laughs> he had diet double do. Not realizing that's just the same as regular Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Goddamn. Cartman visits Chef to ask him about how to make the group successful, to which Chef tells him he they need to make videos implementing the Garmlich effect, which is if one girl screams, all girls will scream, as all major boy bands do, also recommending that a cucumber in the pants doesn't hurt either. However, Cartman totally misunderstands this by putting a real cucumber in his pants. I don't, I don't know. I thought I don't yeah. think he misunderstood it at all. Yeah, I don't think. No, he misunderstood I don't either. That was that was just the, the notes. Of course, they were the bio of the episode, right? Right. But like, yeah. I just I agree with all. I don't think a cucumber in the pants d- doesn't hurt. Like I think he meant that literally. Like put a goddamn cucumber in the pants, boy. Like, um, but at Cartman's age, maybe a plantain would have been a little more realistic. <laughs> Like it's like you sticking up right so, here, and it's all like yeah. over here. <laughs> maybe like, a maybe a a yam or like, something okay, like that. Right, right. A little potato, baked potato, or something yeah. like I don't know. Exactly. We're talking way too much about this vegetables. Uh, but I will say I did like his the fact that like chefs getting he's trying to get laid right, and yeah. then like Cartman knocks on the door, and Cartman totally ignores the fact that chefs trying to get laid. He barges. He barges his way in. I got it. Yeah. 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 Oh. You can't. You can't come back later. <laughs> you can't come back later. Uh, I really don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. 
Like, <laughs> totally implies, like, just guilt trips the shit out of Chef into it. But I just love how Chef easily just, like, nonchalantly breaks down. No, boy, you gotta use garlic fig. What's the, what's the garlic fig, Chef? The garlic fig where you have a bunch, you get a bunch of chicks screaming and yelling because a bunch of other chicks screaming and yelling. You can get another chick screaming and yelling, and that can affect a five-mile radius. And once you get a bunch of stupid bimbos yelling, <laughs> except for you, baby. <laughs> Except you, baby. Boy bands aren't about music. Boy bands are created by corporations to make money. They're all based on the Gomlich effect. What's the Gomlich effect? The law of physics that states if one girl screams for something, it will make other girls scream. And then it grows exponentially until all girls within a five-mile radius are screaming. So how do boy bands use that? All they do is make videos showing tons and tons of girls screaming for the boy bands. Once you get girls screaming, you can't stop them. They're crazy. Except for Lilith, of course. It, it is. It's so good. He just breaks it down so good. Like, like in that three-minute like segment or two to three-minute segment, you could literally start a boy band and understand how to make it happen. I'm just saying, if you're watching this show, go get four of your friends, start making music videos, hire, get, take 100 bucks and hire some chicks like – Hire fifty chicks, five bucks each, just to, or a couple bucks each, just to scream and just yeah. Summer, summer of two thousand, I may have actually been trying that. <laughs> you trying to be in a boy band, Joe? No, it, it was no, it was just like a couple band oh, geeks and oh, I fucking around. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's the name of your boy band, Joe? No, we never even got that far. Yeah. You got it. You guys you had a band got it. No, we didn't. Yeah. If we did, but then it. I you like got it, baby. You got it, girl. And then like I realized um I was much better on the saxophone and then me and a couple boys did a uh did a ska band called Five Dollar Couch. Fuck yeah, that's dope. I wanted to because, be in a ska band in high school. Because so we bad. found we found a couch at a garage sale that was five dollars. Do you see this? We've got a sax player, key player. You can play guitars, and then we could all just you know harmonize and get a drummer and a bass. We got a band, guys. Let's go. We could fucking cover South Park music, and then my dream would really come true. Where we oh, can just, fuck, we could. Yes, where we could just travel from fuck when things open up. We just travel con to con covering South Park music. If you steal this idea, I don't care. Somebody do it. But until that point in time. I want to do this. In fact, I know of another guy out in fucking California. He's we've featured his music on the podcast, Andrew Soto. Like I'd hit that guy up, and I'd be like, "Yo, you should be our frontman guitar player." <laughs> like all that South Park music you cover, you you rip hard, bro. And then uh, you know, Scoop, you could play rhythm and sing back up. What would Brad Boitano do if he were here right now? So I guess I guess Joe really can't sing. He's on the saxophone. He's got to. No. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, I mean, I you mean, can drop out and do chorus and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can drop out and do chorus. Yeah, trust right, me, I know how to. And I got a, I know tons of drummers, bro. We can make this shit fucking happen. Suck my balls, band. Anyway, SMB. Yep, uh, yep. Uh, back in school, Cartman is getting ready to make the video. As Chef told them, he appoints Timber as the cameraman. Ta-da! Not a smart idea. Sorry. No, no, it really is. Equal opportunity employer for Timmy. I appreciate that. Yeah. His idea was smart. He was like, wait a minute, Timmy's on wheels. So if he's using the camera and he's rolling along, he should be getting shot. I see the 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 he he was trying to use Timmy as a rolling cam. It was great. Great idea. I think it was more so because Timmy was tall enough to handle the camera, but I Oh, you guys might be more right. <laughs> a little column A, a little column B. Yeah, yeah, you got to call it. He appoints Timmy as the cameraman, telling the girls to scream as loud as they can, but it does not get the desired effect. He asks, he then asks the girls who they would go crazy for, and the answer is Matt Lauer. So he that tells the girl, does not age well now in 2020. No, no. I had really to look doesn't. up who he was. I was like, who the fuck is that the dude from uh the today show up until yeah. like a year or so ago he got what called out for sexual harassment charges or something like that yeah yeah he got spoke out on he got me too'd 
Nothing right. I'm saying it in a condescending manner. That's just really what happened. Yeah, yeah. That's South yeah. Park on some shit. They know what's up. Mm-hmm. Even back then, though, that's pretty interesting. That yeah. like, oh, that's dark scoop. That's dark. That's dark. That comment, though. I'm leaving that in. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a good comment. I like that comment. He tells the girls to pretend that finger bang is Matt Lauer. And as a result, the girls stream, scream in extreme loudness that shocks everyone, unveiling the true power of the Garmlick effect. They, Holy shit. Like, Just a second now. Think about it. They've got them screaming for Matt Lauer to a song right? called Finger Bang. Oh. Children screaming oh. for Lat Mauer to a song about finger bang, and this dude is under hot water for fucking sexual assault. Oh, are, are you uh, you're string theorying this whole thing right now? Maybe I don't but know. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It theory, is. Though. It yeah. is. And then he's like, like now, now, now I'm gonna start paying a little more attention to like those smaller details and start yeah. seeing what I can connect them to, dude. I, and, and then, I haven't really investigated Matt Lauer like you know so much. I liked it just to call this out though too. I liked it like when they initially walked by, they're like, "Ooh, yeah!" And Carver's like, "Come on, you guys scream like someone's walking by Leonardo DiCaprio." And they're like, "We wouldn't scream for Leonardo DiCaprio." And that's when they said Matt Lauer. Yeah, yeah then they said, Matt Lauer. It's shit. uh, yeah, yeah. they're of rape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rape of how old? Like regular his, his person? NBC colleague. Yeah. Oh. I was going to say it was like a page or an intern or something, maybe a nothing really to do with children at that point, but South Park mm-hmm. could be using the children. But like, you know, these, like, these children are already like what? They would, if they were really aging, they'd be what? 19? Well, no, I will now, but at this point in the show, they would really four seasons in. So realistically, they'd be seventh grade. So that's oh. still 11 or 12. Yeah. If we were going to go by actual year, but really what happens is they jump into the fourth grade here, okay? In, in a, a couple, couple episodes. Yeah, yeah, because they're going to oh, time yeah, right. okay? They got time war. They go that, go forward, mm-hmm. time, come back, come back. They finish. <laughs> they finish the video and decide to show it to the mall manager. However, Randy what? arrives and takes Stan away. See, and this is no, I don't like you, <laughs> <clears throat> right? And. I mean, this—the beginning of it really makes no sense to me. The, the next scene, there are naked people at the orange Julius stand. Naked people at the orange Julius. Oh yeah, this is the scene where the mall cops are training is training the rookie again, and they find the dude with the anthrax. Right? Yes. Right. Oh, what are you doing, that- sir? I have a strain of anthrax that will soon kill the world. Move along, oh, sir. And like, even he's surprised that the oh. mall cops let him pass. Oh, he like looks at him. He actually says, "Oh, he's like, huh? and he walks huh? off." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yes, he goes into that office, right? What? Yeah. You again? I don't, I don't like, like you. you. And then Kurt- it ends. After Cartman begs, right, it ends, and then mm-hmm. it goes to the part of a porno with Mrs. Cartman. Cartman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Into a cup and telling Mackie to drink it. And this is what I don't get. Like, you work with video, MSG. Like, how many times, like, you always do some kind of quality control to check the content. Maybe you don't watch the whole video, but you definitely drop in and out. Mrs. Cartman, I've been a very bad cook. You have been bad, Mr. Mackey, so you're going to have to drink from this glass. Oh, yeah, that makes me hot and good. Oh, man. Wow. What? Troll when he's editing. That's the first off. Second of all, why weren't they doing quality control in each shot? You shoot and see what Timmy's doing. How's it going? And then, yes, at the third, at the very least, if you're going to present your video and you know that that content is on the VHS tape, let's say, for whatever reason, you make sure you cut it or turn the TV off after the VHS tape is over so you don't see your mom dressed up in all leather, pissing into a cup, and Mr. Mackey, good, mm, about to drink that off. shit. And I'm off. fairly <laughs> certain that Kyle... Let's be real. Kyle probably left the content of Leanne Cartman in there. Just as an F you to Cartman. Mm. 
you can't hear it, but Emma and Matt just laughed pretty hard. And that was just him grabbing the tape and not editing all the way through, really. That could have been it, too. I just think he just grabbed the tape. like, And he probably recorded over it, stuck it in the, v- the recorder, whatever they were using, recorded right. over it out of his mom's camera in her closet or something like that because she's making porn and selling that shit for Jimmy Shaisha. did Well, well, if you say so. The video is an object failure. The manager, however, to Cartman's surprise, agrees to let them perform in the plaza for 20 minutes. And as we said, footage of Mackie being a sex slave is shown unexpectedly because Cartman forgets to erase that off the tape before showing it. Randy goes apes, goes bananas as Stan keeps complaining. He smashes his head into a cupboard after which he calms down. (laughs) Let him be pissed off then. I don't understand. Just let me go do this one thing and I won't. No! No! <laughs> Man, Ian's background is better than mine. And with the Cartman family reunion. <laughs> After which he calms down. Then he decides to ta- tell Stan the truth, eventually revealing that he once joined a band called the Ghetto Avenue Boys. Back in the 80s, Randy dropped out of high school and let his, left his friends and family behind to pursue this fame. And although initially wildly successful, Randy and the members were quickly replaced and knocked out due to their getting too old to be a bo- part of a boy band, despite only being 19 at the time. All of their possessions are taken away by the record company as well. I'm 19. Get a life, Marsh! All right, guys, let's take it from the top. They said that after all the money we had made, we were in debt to the studio, so they towed my car. See ya. The women all left. See ya. And they took oh. back my house. See ya. The only thing I could do was come back to Colorado and face everyone that I had abandoned. Hey, weren't you the guy in that stupid boy band, the Ghetto Avenue Boys? Sure, I remember you. You got it, baby. You got it, Ghetto <laughs> Deeply in debt and properly shamed, Randy was forced to return home with the remainder of his earnings to complete his education. However, after a heart-to-heart father-to-son conversation, Randy agrees to let Stan play, realizing that his son has to make his own mistakes in order to learn. <laughs> so but let's break that down a little bit more, Joe, because like I yeah, like yeah. the fact that like there's some good stuff in here. So like first, right, he's like telling Stan, he's like, I know Stan. So as you see, Stanley, I do know about being in a boy band. And he talks about, right, like he joined the band. They go to the, he's like singing uh, at like a choir. I think it was yeah. how he got Yeah, it's found. a school choir. Oh, oh, your mustache is perfect. Right, some classic song. Yeah. And yeah, your mustache is perfect, Marsh. You should join our ghetto. The ghetto. I'm thinking of guys calling you guys the Ghetto Avenue Boys. Ghetto Avenue Boys. You're going to be perfect. You'll be the tough one. You'll be the tough one, Marsh. You're going to make a lot of money. So, yeah, you're right. He dropped out, and then, like, they get famous. He had a house. He had women. He had cars. <laughs> and then just like that, as you mentioned, one day, we're thinking of going with the new band. It's called the Edo Gavinu Street Boys. <laughs> Face it, Marsh. You're just too old to be in a boy band anymore. But I'm only 19. Right. <laughs> You know what I like about this is they give Randy a little bit of context, the story here in this episode. This was kind of Randy's first episode, really. We get more in-depth at, at, at about Randy uh, as a young man. You know, we've seen him pop up in different episodes, but now we're getting an idea as far as Randy's wild success. And right. it kind of at least lets you uh, empathize with Randy as the character, which now I would argue as we enter into season 23 – is part of the top five characters of this show. You've got Cartman, Stan, Kyle, Randy. And then while you want to include Kyle, I'm sorry, not Kyle, but Kenny, unfortunately, because he hasn't been highlighted as features much, I put Butters there in my top five right now is who's been the biggest top five in South Park. But that's another conversation for another time, uh, Joe. But And then, yeah, like after that, then all of a sudden, like, 
Randy's totally okay with letting Stan go to the boy band. So basically, Randy, I just needed to have a therapy session, and now he's yeah. okay. Right? Break <laughs> some shit, vent, and yeah, good to go. <laughs> um, the two, meaning uh, Stan and Randy, rush to the mall for the gig where Cartman is desperately stalling for time due to Stan's absence. They arrive just in the nick of time as the manager is about to drive them out so they can replace the sausage and cheese cart. Unfortunately, Kenny is crushed by an elevator, reducing their number once more to four. (laughs) So good. It's one of the better Kenny deaths, at least of the season. It it surprised me my first watch through. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) It just goes goes it just goes to show you, though, the, uh, I guess, the, I guess, unsafe facility that the South Park Mall is, that they would allow right. someone to just be able to stand directly under that elevator. elevator. Right. <laughs> Randy gallantly, oh my god, it's so bad. And then they just, like, squeegee him off. They just, he just got, like, he's like, it looks like uh, old school, like, uh, cartoons, like, where the characters yeah. down. and he just, like... like it, it, it it's, would have been perfect if he had come out like an accordion, like that. <laughs> that it, it was like kind of like when Wild Coyote, Wiley Coyote, gets smashed gets by a rock by and an then like, or a rock, and right, then he yeah. just like floats down like a sheet of paper. No, it's, it's true. It's true. Randy gallantly steps in to replace Kenny and performs the finger bang song. They make two dollars off the performance. Finger One bang, of the- bang. Hmm. bang, 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 bang. I'm saying a finger bang, 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 bang. I'm going to finger bang, bang, you into my heart. Anyway. Mm-hmm. One of the back. few remaining audience members asks for an autograph. But gets pepper sprayed by the mall cop who expresses his like over the band and says that they could probably play a party for him. Leading the boys to realize that with all the fame that they have acquired, they will never be able to live normal lives. They promptly disband the band and get some orange smoothies. I don't think they make those anymore. (laughs) And that is the synopsis or plot, if you will, of this episode. And now, we're going to get into what did Kenny say? What did Kenny say? Yeah, Kenny had a pretty short uh, couple different lines here in the episode here. There was a couple things I didn't write down because they were just like, yeah, and okay, but I did write down a couple different things. Uh, the first one here was Cartman saying, uh, well, that didn't stop any of the other boys being dumbass. As he pulls out a tape from his back pocket, uh, I've got pre-recorded music. I got pre-recorded music on the too. Yes, I did. All we have to do is practice our choreography over and over and over. And Kenny goes, that sounds totally fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I know. I get a gig at the Park Mall. And then Kenny ends up saying, that sounds totally fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So we move on. Stan says, uh, she's the best chance we have. I think she's in. Kyle says, me too. Kenny's like, me too. And Kenny says uh, later on, uh, chuckling, uh, when they were asked, when Cartman asked about what does finger bang mean? What does finger bang mean, Cartman? I don't know. It's just like, you know, do with finger, like bang. Kenny says... (laughs) No, that's not what it means. Stan's like, Kenny says that's not what it means. Okay, Kenny, what does finger bang mean? And Kenny's like, it's when you take your finger and you stick it in a vagina and you stick it in again and again. And then Cartman says, eh? Who the hell would do that? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Would you? All right, boys, the tap. One, two, three, four. So, yes, Kenny was the only one here cognizant to understand what finger bang actually meant. Um, and, uh, yeah. And that's what Kenny said. All right, that's what Kenny said. Scoop, take us away with some trivia, buddy. So the mall, well, the mall, the mall manager is played by Marcus Vaughn, a friend of Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and he also appeared in their film Orgasmo. 
In this episode's commentary, the creators remarked that this was the first episode where they really started to use the method of straight storytelling. Before this, almost all episodes had A stories, B stories, C stories, and etc. That would all come together in the end. In this episode, the creators said they learned that an, an episode can be about just one thing, with character side stories all reacting to the main idea. During Randy's flashback, the girlfriend he says goodbye to appears to be Sharon. Mm-hmm. So, so, you're like, so basically, Sharon was a fucking groupie. Mm. Yep, yep. Man, well, no, Trey, or were oh. they just high school sweethearts before Brandy mm. hit the road? Mm. That's what I thought they were trying to get at. Matt and Trey were going to call their band finger bang but instead called it <laughs> i mean either one of those would have been good but i mean double veg double anal is is better double veg, two in the that's, poon and two in the boom that's basically what i mean if i remember correctly and if you think about it, basically, Scoob, they were like this, live long and prosperous, and then they turned their hand, went sideways. Uh, yeah. Oh, scissor me, timbers. Oh, scissor me. I, I don't know how you'd be coming together unless it's like scissors or something. Cartman says that Wendy has <laughs> huge knockers. <laughs> this is one episode after she kissed him, and Chef goes, man. See? I love how she's like, ah, he's got staggered knockers. And she's like, what? <laughs> Randy was in a boy band called the Ghetto Avenue Boys, an obvious parody of the Backstreet Boys. Finger Bang is a parody of NSYNC. This aspect of the past foreshadows his attempt at fame, most notably in You're Getting Old and Season 18, Lord's Storyline. Randy just... Randy was at the top of the world. He needs to get back. He needs to get back. This episode got away with saying the word cunt uncensored on its initial broadcast as confirmed in the commentary. Wendy says the word without being bleeped when she's auditioning to to be in the band. This is likely because she finished off the word with contaminated water. Contaminated water. (laughs) Can really make you sick. Yeah. What? One of the songs I was auditioning with was Danny Boy, which is a strange choice because it's a <laughs> popular song. Oh, Danny Boy, oh, Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy, the <laughs> pirates, they are a fire. Yeah. Randy, being a music artist, is later a plot element when he is revealed to be to Lord. Be Lord, exactly. Lord, oh, Lord. Feeling good on a Wednesday. So if we jump into pop culture here, Randy's fit of rage, ending him, him smashing the glass door of the no! lady and shouting, no, is very similar to a scene in Star Trek First Contact, where Captain Picard does the same. In fact, Randy's voice changes from Parker's to a sampling of Patrick Stewart's voice from the film. That's actually Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I mean, they're both on... They're both technically of Viacom Paramount properties, so right. it's probably it's true. Very easy, super easy for them to get. Like, and even though Paramount is super protective of their IP, if you pay them enough for Star Trek, they'll let you do that stuff. Right, or if you're just under the same umbrella and you do it the right way, like they never. Mm-hmm. If you look over the course of South Park, you can totally tell they're Trekkies. So, like, they never yeah. fucking put Trek Star Trek down in a bad way. Yeah, no. If anything, they if anything they parody it correctly with different things, just like this, right? What are you guys doing? We're playing Star Trek. <laughs> anyway, no, no, that's the Harry Potter kids. Yeah, oh. they're playing Harry Potter. <laughs> like he calls the Star Trek guys nerds or something. Like. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't nearly as brutal as the Harry Potter kids. <laughs> We're playing Harry Potter. <laughs> During the audition scene, the piano accompanist is a character, Schro- Schroeder, from the comic strip and cartoon Penis. Peanuts, I'm sorry. Peanuts. Peanuts. 
Man. That's a fun play. That's actually Man, a pretty. That, that that's was, a fun song to play on the piano. It's like a three chord. It goes da 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 da. And then you have your left hand playing the bass line. Man, that like, and to go off on it, really off the rails here. That was one of those deaths that was like strangely fitting. Like he dies the day his final comic is printed. I always yeah, just thought that was. Crazy. My yeah. girlfriend's dad in high school played all of like a lot of Peanut stuff on piano, and he would play that song all the time. That's pretty impressive because the Vince Guaraldi trio was a huge uh, jazz trio in like the 50s and 60s. Anyway, at the mall, the manager compares the boy's request to perform at the mall to pop singer Tiffany, who at the age of 15 gained fame by going on tour and performing at malls across the United States in 1987. Cartman's response is, yes, I, Tiffany. So, like, anyway. I just didn't understand that he knew who Tiffany was in 2000. That's interesting that Cartman knew who that was. Um, Cartman, though, does tell Baby and the group of girls that they should get excited as if they saw actor Leonardo DiCaprio, which, of course, they don't care, and they don't seem to care for him. Uh, however, Baby and the other girls, as we mentioned, are in love with Matt Lauer. Um, Cartman's finger-bang outfit resembles the outfit worn by Elvis Presley, in his latter years. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is totally a fat Elvis outfit. And then uh, Wendy's audition song is based on the playground song, Miss Susie Had a Steamboat. There's your pop culture references, uh, Joe. Yeah. Top likes, yeah? Um, the almost perfect parody of boy band songs, especially Cartman's Breakdown, which also... I think it changes every time he gets to the breakdown. He doesn't like remember. And then like another time it's like, you know, girl, you know, like it does change. Um, The second one I've got listed is the manager's tick or whatever it is that makes him say, huh? What? No, oh, I don't like you, or whatever, in response to almost everything. And then it was really hard for me to decide which part of the audition scene was best, whether it was Wendy's part or Kyle, like, swinging his junk around and telling Cartman, no, I'm going to be the one with the mustache. But, like, that whole audition scene in general especially wendy's song is just killer yeah no it's a great song for sure it's like one of those where you would just learn it just to sing in general like yeah i might sing that i i I would probably learn that just to sing that during like a a musical audition like she did because it is a fun little kooky little song yeah yeah (laughs) to break the ice if you know what i mean and then maybe they'd be like all right give us your real song anyway Uh, Scoop, you have some top likes here, too. Uh, like Joe, uh, like Wendy's performance, the, um, the Peanuts Kid Schroeder, Schroeder playing the piano. I thought that was pretty funny. Right. Um, I loved Randy's backstory about being in a boy band in high school <laughs> and how yeah. He, yeah, he dropped out, left his home, See you. left my girlfriend, See you. See you. and then... Right. He lost everything. See ya. See ya. See ya. And then that one guy, the manager guy, is with the one who was, it looks like he's the one that kicks him out of the house. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the repo man. See ya. Stupid asshole. I like how it, with the costumes and everything, Kyle gets the goatee over Cartman. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, not only did he get his kidney, now he gets the goatee, which is pretty Fucking A, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Carmen was supposed to be him in his dream and everything. He had the, everything in his dream. But then Kyle's like, That's no. That's why it didn't work, because he didn't get to go with Jane. Probably. Um, uh, when they don't know what finger bane means, and Kenny knows, <laughs> but they don't believe him and think <laughs> it's disgusting. And yeah, yeah. And then one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole in, 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 uh, encounter with Chef and Cartman. Uh, Chef, I have a real big problem. <laughs> and then Chef basically telling Cartman to get out. Yeah. 
I don't disagree with any of that. That's pretty, I mean, it's pretty much the whole episode itself. This is one of my favorite episodes that I've made pretty clear. It's one of my top five episodes. So there's nothing I dislike. Everything you guys put over, I like, you know, I would say some of my other things. I love the Cartman scene with the smoothie scene. The next 20 customers you purchase to your list will receive a complimentary. So, like, I like that. There are naked people at the dinner. There are naked people at the dinner. I don't think they sell smoothies here anymore. That's the reaction by people with the, like, I get the Nissan Sentra, but the naked people, oh, really? Like, right? Like, all the people swarmed. That's so weird. They had to see that. They had to see those naked people. So, I really did like that. I liked that. Butters sang the little bunny foo foo song. Little bunny foo foo popping through the forest. Scoop the field mites popping them on the head. I like the uh, Butters got a little cameo in this episode. That was cool. And of Randy, as I mentioned, I liked his backstory, kind of getting to know him more. And I would agree with you, Scoop, as well. Uh, his, you know, his whole backstory itself of being in the boy band, I thought was funny. It was just hilarious in general. And I really like that. I don't know. I'm a sucker for acapella groups. So I like how he starts off with him. On Moonlighting. He's singing his little acapella thing out there. Have you heard any of the sea shanties online? You know, all them TikToks going around? People singing sea shanties. I don't watch TikTok. We were sailing along. On Moonlighting. I can we could hear the voices singing. singing. They, they seem to say. say. They seem to say you have stolen. Okay, I'm not gonna sing this whole thing. You we could do it. We could. Well, you're bringing back the memories, like they're coming. The lyrics are being pulled <laughs> out of the vault. Yeah, it like um, hits like a special part of your brain that like has shit filed away forever. Anyway, I've been practicing <sighs> acapella. I'm ready to be in your acapella group. Hire me. Uh, so, yeah, top uh, this is definitely, I've already made it very clear, top f- uh, five episodes for me. This is my top five episode. Putting it on the board, finger bang, boom. Scoop, uh, is this yeah. your top 50, 50, 50, 50? A little higher. Is this your top 25, five? Shh. Sure is. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, that's right. Joe, Joe, Joe. Um, it's definitely in my top twenty-five. It's probably a little higher than that, maybe top twenty, top ten, but it, it's one of the it this was definitely a turning point for season four and the show in general, and like off the top of my head, it, it's definitely 25. But if I like start thinking about it a little bit more, it probably gets into the top 10. Although that wouldn't that would need me counting some trilogies as one episode. Yeah, I mean, I would agree because this is like I would I remember when this episode came out it was it was like it, as we pointed out over the summer, right? So I was yeah, about, July 12. Yeah, so I was like uh, I would have been. 12 or 13 at that point so i remember when this episode came out and i remember people talking about this episode this was a big episode at that point because boy bands and things were still going on so everybody when now now people who didn't like boy bands let's say they had some arsenal they'd be like bang 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 like whenever they'd see like yeah yeah that bullshit so like you had something to clap back if you weren't a big boy band fan, which I like both. I thought, I, of course, I like South Park. Thought it was funny, and then there's some boy bands as we talked about at the beginning of this pod, yeah, podcast yeah. that I liked. So, um, but yeah, guys, that's all your full wrap up there. Everything, Joe, Scoop, we got through the synopsis, the plot. We got through that trivia. What did Kenny say? Pop culture or top likes and dislikes? We have completed another episode. Of Check. Memos. Number 59. We got one more to the big 6-0, you know? That's for show. We dropping that dough. Now you know. Shout out to our last episode on Spreaker for those who downloaded it, guys. Uh, We appreciate you. Our last two episodes have actually been some of our highest downloaded episodes on Spreaker. And just general, as a uh, podcast on our own personal feed. So we appreciate you. Please continue to share it. Send us an email, suckmyballspod at gmail.com. Now, 
I'm not going to call this individual out, guys. But uh, I heard an individual through the grapevine. There's somebody out there who's listening to this podcast right now. You know who you are. And apparently, a couple times in the past, you've listened to our podcast. You like our podcast, but you've also said to this other individual that uh, we were way off or our take was way off. So I would love to hear from you. You don't have to even tell your name. In fact, I forgot your name. How about that? So, mm. And I don't know who it is because really I, I don't remember what your first name is. I just know who you're affiliated with. But if you want to send us an anonymous email, I won't know who you are. I won't know your name. Won't get read out loud as your name. Send us where we were wrong on South Park. And that goes for you or anybody. Send us an anonymous email if you don't want to have your name read. If you think we're wrong on something or think we're right. Probably be right. So send us to suckmyballspod at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at suckmyballspod on Twitter and hit us up on Instagram at suckmyballspod. You can also Facebook us, South Park Pod, as well. I'm your host on the scene with the Airs Clean. I'm lighting up green, your boy MSG. I'm the managing producer and editor for patreon.com slash Stevie Ray TV, Stevie Ray TV on YouTube and on Twitch. So check that all those affiliate outlets out and follow us on Twitter there at Stevie Ray TV. Joe, 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 Joe. Um, I don't have any shows coming up the 20th or the 27th. Um, I do have a pay-per-view on the 30th. You can find that on Twitch. You can find that on twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. That is a subscriber-only exclusive. Uh Primo's Slave to Deathmatch is still up on Fight. Definitely check that out if you can. Uh, MSG was a cameraman on that one, too. There, There's definitely some good work on that, uh, some good Deathmatch wrestling, if that's your bag. Um, I have Devotion Championship Wrestling coming up on February 13th. If you are in the Utah area or Salt Lake City area. It is a private event, but you should definitely come out for that if you can. Um, actually, I had uh, there were four dudes dressed up as Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny at the last one, which you can see on the Twitter feed. Uh, shout out to you guys! I told oh, yeah. I told you guys to listen. I hope you are. Shout out, guys. Um, that's right. And, you talked about that. That and he. For those who we're talking about, if you don't follow us, we'll give you a quick synopsis, really quick. Uh, right, Joe, you were working at an event. Yeah, yeah. Four, four guys showed up, and you were like, "I got to get a picture with you guys." Yeah, and then I told I told them why and everything, so they didn't think it was all creepy and stuff. And they're like, "Oh yeah, man, like link us up." So I sent them links, all the all kinds of fun crap like that. Yeah. So they should be listening, gentlemen. What up? And uh. February twenty seventh, February twentieth is Rudapalooza in Colorado Springs. Check that out at on Facebook at Colorado Springs Wrestling. And February twenty seventh, I will be in Phoenix, Tempe for IZW Monster. You should say hi to Scoop. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Man. Oh I'll, shit, uh, you're gonna be here in AZ. Yeah. Uh, like February, the end of February, like the 26th through the 28th. Oh, shit. Let's meet up. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. You guys, the 26th to the 28th, what you guys should figure out how to do is you guys should record in person and hit me up remotely. Like, I would, you guys could figure out how to do that. I would be leaving um, like the afternoon of the 26th and then getting there oh. early morning the 27th. Okay. So, like, I, I'd be able to meet you before the show or after the show. I when don't do think I. When are you leaving to back? To uh, Sunday morning, the twenty eighth. We could also push well, that. The, the tw- oh, right. We got. I'm, I'm looking at January for some yeah. reason. Okay. So, the, oh, you're coming in the twenty sixth. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. that's like a, it's like a twelve or thirteen hour drive. None of us want to do a turn and burn. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. Well, definitely you guys should still link up, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. maybe record something stupid for the podcast. I don't know. Make oh, yeah, definitely. We, maybe, yeah. like, you know, you can fluff him. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Scoop, do you have any parting words for us? Anything anything you'd like to put over? Anything you'd like to touch, feel, love, hope, lecture us about today? Listen. Put it in your goddamn butt. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for another edition of Shack. I said what what in the book. I said what what next week.
Do you guys know what episode's next week? Yes. To go handicap, ahead. go to to the handicap, That's go right. to hell. That's right. <laughs> we start. We start <laughs> the next which two is series. Such a good episode, but we'll get into that next week. We start the next two arcs uh, episode series with Do the Handicap Go to Hell? And probably, um, as that will be up next for episodes 60 and 61. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. It's, my, it's a good episode as well. we got some great episodes coming up. Was the fourth great episode? That'll be, that'll be great as well. So everything's moving along here, guys, on Sackmap Bows. Subscribe, like us, share us, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell your sister, tell your coworker. Tell that lunch lady, tell the janitor, tell the maintenance guy, tell the bus driver, tell the librarian, tell your frog. Ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, tell the people at the gym. Uh, Uh, Don't tell the people at the gym. Fart it out. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, come back next week for another edition of Shake Not Bad. Peace. En jungerred ved juletid Ting tang ting jo til dig Omkring ham davet sneen vid Ting tang ting jo til dig Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst Med et der sejnede hans hest Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting jo til dig Jomfru sad i høje tårn Ting tang ting lu til dig Og ventede ham samt til forn Ting tang ting lu til dig Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lu til dig Ved morgen rød Ting tang ting lu til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting tang ting lu til dig Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lu til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting tang ting lu til dig For da han tøde blev han våd Ting tang ting lu til dig Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lu til dig Ting tang ting lu til dig Hun kastede sig fra ned Ting tang ting lu til dig Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting lu til dig